Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse, Golf Envy's weekly look at the various different events around the world in golf. Today we look back on Tiger's historic 82nd PJ Tour win at the Zozo Championship and ask whether he'll ever win another major. Hey guys, it's Brooks Kepka. Uh, I just wanted to welcome you guys to the Golf Monthly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse. My name's Tom Clark and as ever I am joined by Elliot Heath. How are you doing Elliot? Good morning. Very good Tom. Good good morning to you. Wow, you sound very chipper this morning. Yeah, case of the Mondays is gone and... Yes, that's because today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, yes. You so, alright? Yes, yes, fine, yep. Didn't get much sleep last night but uh, yeah, I'm raring to go I think. so. Oh, and what a weekend it was, wasn't it? I mean, uh, England... Into the World Cup final, the rugby. Yeah, I watched that. That uh, was good. Did, did you? Did you understand the rules? I don't think you watched much rugby. No, I did understand the rules. Um, I, I don't get penalties and fouls, but apart from that, <laughs> okay. Um, but I think we're going to win. Football was, yeah. I think judging yeah. from what people who know what they're talking about are saying. Indeed. Did you play any golf at the weekend? I did. I played twice. Oh yes, I've just remembered what you, what happened on Friday. Go on. So listeners, tell us about your your all your secret mystery game of golf on Friday. Where did you go with your yeah, dad? Yeah, so listeners, if you remember last week, my dad was surprising me on Friday with a game of golf. And we played St George's Hill, which nice. was very nice. How did you get onto St George's Hill? Uh, we know a starter there. Brilliant. So if you don't know St George's Hill, it is a Harry Colt Heathland classic, historic, over 100 years old. Probably second or third best or maybe even the best clubhouse I've ever been in um, just this beautiful castle at the top of the hill why have you seen what it looks like yeah 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 no, come, oh, yeah, no, come on explain um, so if you don't know what it looks like just google it St George's Hill <laughs> Golf Club <laughs> that's good um, come on explain explain to our listeners it's this uh, lovely like castle structure out of sort of like red bricks it's massive it's on top of the hill looking down onto the golf course and you get in there and all the names are sort of engraved into the stone that supports the building, like the pillars. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And we went into a little lounge room because the, the main bar is lovely as well, looking over onto the course. There's a little lounge room there with a fireplace, a few sofas, sort of like a living room you'd have at Did home. Did you have a um, bit of food and drink in there? Yeah, I had a, well, not in there, but I had one just before I teed off because I was quite hungover. That's Thursday night. It was quite a big one in London. Was it? Oh, yes, I was there. Uh, and then Sunday, I played a bo- that bogey competition. Mm-hmm. And I played really well, but the greens were terrible. So I should have shot one over, but I shot six over because... You blame the greens on you choking again. Yeah. So hang on, go back to um, to your game on Friday. Yeah. How did you play? Come on, we, have, you, we, need, we want some details here. I played awful. You played all four? Yeah. So you had this chance to play this lovely course and you mucked it up? Yeah, I need to go back in the summer. Um, so there's the red, blue and greens, three loops of nine. Didn't play the green, that was the old public one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to go back and play that because that looks really good. Like really tight and a little bit more fiddly, but just heather everywhere, beautiful trees. A great variety of trees as well, actually. I nearly tweeted some pictures. Maybe I should now have said this. Well, yes. If you follow me at Heath Golf. Well, um, you can do it on the Golf Monthly uh, Twitter. How about that? 
Instead of plugging your own social media channels. Uh, I wasn't on there on Golf Monthly Duty, though. I was just there as a so what? paying member of the public. Oh, okay. You still tweet them out from Golf Monthly. <laughs> social yet. media. You, I mean, you're trying to start your own empire from your own Twitter. Yeah, handle. you know, it's all about I mean, brand, you, you and your seven followers or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd recommend playing that. <laughs> well, thanks for that. So, you didn't play very well. Did, did your dad beat you then? <laughs> no, he completely crumbled on the back nine. Oh dear, so too bad. I beat him with 28 points. Ah, okay. Well, you know, it, it worse rounds of golf. And then uh, your bogey comp. So what was the winning score then? Oh, this was good. Uh, the winning so score... What did, so so your you bogey comp, get me, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of match play against the course, yeah? Yep. So, so what was your score against the course? Uh, one down. So you lost the course, so you're never going to win. No, but the winning score was eight up on the course. Oh, wow. That's... With a hole in one. Wowzers. He's oh, actually wow. 10 under his handicap, but he only beat the course by eight because he got a hole in one on the fourth, which just was a plus on like a match play if you win a hole with a hole in one. It's just a hole. Yeah, exactly. It's just a, it's just a one up, isn't but it? Yeah, so I enjoyed a nice um, Tanqueray Sevilla gin and tonic because of that. Oh, good lad. So, he must, well, what, so what was the name of the person that won? Do you know? No. <laughs> so you got, you got your drink and you can't remember his name you could have chance to plug him and say well done so you want he I mean that's rare that you get a hole in one but then also win the comp yeah. as well that's a, probably quite a rare thing isn't it yeah he did well as well because most people if you have an early hole in one your game usually then completely falls apart because you're thinking I know. do I need to remortgage uh, to be able to pay for all the drinks and stuff like that so how many people are playing in the comp do you know I don't know exactly but I know that my dad came 105th and he, he was very near the bottom. Well, so, 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 he got a, a, so you got a hole in one and he rang in a competition where there was over 100 people. Yeah. To some people, that would be an absolute nightmare. So uh, You'd what? probably never see me again if I did that. <laughs> Definitely, Ellie. That's the terrible thing about you're, golf. You're tighter than anybody else I know, really, other than Nick Bonfield, of course. Um, so, oh, and Joel Tadman. Um, <laughs> that's not a terrible thing about golf. It's good to celebrate these things. No, but if I did that, I would literally be depressed for the last 14 holes <laughs> I'm not even joking that sums you up so, it. that sums you up so much that does in cricket if you do if you do something good in cricket this is obviously I play a lot of cricket if you score 50 or 100 or take 5 wickets or something like that then you you buy a jug is usually what you do to celebrate or civil jugs so uh, you don't have to buy everyone in a drink no, I wouldn't do that. Usually you just buy... Some clubs just buy a bottle of whiskey, don't you? Put it on the yeah. side and things like that. Don't know what you do at your club, but... Let us know. What do you do at your club? Email in. Golfmonthly yeah, have you ever had a hole in one? com. Have you ever had a hole in one? How much did it In cost a competition you? when there was 150 people and they had to buy a drink for every single one of those people? Or, um, yeah, when's the best time to get a hole in one, which is you and your, your mate? Definitely. If you, Say you just go on a, a golf break with four of you. That's the best time to get a hole in one. Yeah, when I think you don't I might... need to tell anyone. It's just you and your mates. <laughs> you're so, and you've got a really good you're memory. So to say mis- you're so miserable. I remember uh, in our golf in our golf site. I think we've had we've been running for fourteen years, something like that. So we've been gone away fourteen to fourteen times. We've had one hole in one, and that was on the f- the Sunday when everyone was leaving. Ah, and a tactical few, hole in yeah, one. Yeah, a few drinks were bought. So. Um, uh, but no, I don't think we've had a one since then. Because you would, if it was like on the first day of your golf weekend, I mean, people just f- 
filling the boots, aren't they? Have so. you ever had a hole in one? I haven't, no. Ah, I have. And I was about 14 at the time, so my dad had to buy everyone <laughs> And yeah, I felt so bad. <laughs> well, no shit, it? it's a celebration, isn't it? Got yeah, to not celebrate. him, though. Well, I know, but I'm sure he was very proud of you. And a reasonably good story that my two of my brothers, I have three brothers, two of my brothers have had hole-in-ones on the same hole. Wow. But not on the, not the same day or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, but I haven't. And now that, that golf course is now shut, so I can't emulate them. But I should say as well, Sam Tremlett got a hole-in-one on the 11th at my club, and he's only played that hole. Well, that was on his second time playing it, and I've played it about 100 times, never got near... Did he buy you a drink? No, of course he didn't. <laughs> He's another tight one. Anyway, well, that's some quite good golf chat there. Um, and there's was quite some quite good golf to watch at the weekend because a certain Mr. Tiger Woods shot 64, 64, 66, 67 to finish at 19 under par, three ahead of Hideki Matsuyama, to win his 82nd PGA Tour title. And that's a very special number because that means he now has drawn level with Sam Snead at 82 PGA Tour wins. Incredible, incredible performance from Tiger. And one that I don't think any of us saw coming. I don't think he saw coming either. Um, But it was a pretty decent tournament, uh, the Zozo Championship in Japan. Roy McIlroy was third. Um... And yeah, it was it was a very strong leaderboard. So Tiger Woods has now moved up to sixth in the world after his third win in his last fourteen starts. Um, his uh, his score of two hundred sixty one was his lowest on the PJ Tour in twelve years and his third lowest ever. Um, he's now fifty five from fifty nine in converting. Um, 54 hole leads on the PJ Tour, which is a pretty extraordinary stat. And there's loads of good stats that we'll come on to in a bit. But one thing I was going to say is, uh, Elliot, you did not see this coming, did you? Because just a couple of weeks ago when we were saying about our Ryder Cup teams, we had a bit of a discussion about whether we thought Tiger Woods was even going to be able to make the Ryder Cup team in 2020. Um, He's now won again. He's he's going to be in the Ryder Cup. He's, he, he's you know, there's what a performance by the man. Yeah, who cares about the Ryder Cup? <laughs> oh, you oh you you want to draw a line under that? <laughs> he, okay. Tiger's a terrible Ryder Cup player. What he is <laughs> is one of the he's the goat, isn't he? The greatest of all time, certainly for people our age who haven't had experience watching. I quite like the way that you th- you've actually think that I'm the same age as you. So I'll take that as your. Severely you know, I, me. I didn't see Ben Hogan up close. I didn't see Bobby Jones. I didn't see Jack Nicholas up close. But yeah, Tiger does things that no other golfers do. And uh, just no matter how many times he falls, no matter how many surgeries he has, or how many times you write him off, it just he shows you again at the weekend when his body is fit and healthy. There's still no one really better than him, is there? He was. He was playing really really well it's scary well he was hitting that i mean didn't really hit driver that often he's just hitting his three wood and he just hit this lovely cut wasn't he and it just hitting every fairway and he just looked imperious looked like he had perfect control over his swing his body and of course the golf ball most importantly putting really well just looked happy was brilliant he just looked happy didn't he looked a bit fitter still looks a bit um creaky it was getting when he had to get um, get out of the bunker on the seventy second hole, and he went and had a look at his lie, which was um, 
it was a perfectly fine bunker I wasn't it it was on an upslope and he had to get out of the bunker I was like oh it always looked a bit old getting out there but he's just playing so well again and some of the stats he's won three times now since the tour no since when the tour championship yeah last September that was the week before the Ryder Cup yeah so uh, September 2018 and He's just playing brilliantly again. He's in the world's top six players. He's won a major. And now he's won... I know maybe something that we'll come on to is that actually the last few events that he's won are actually in events which don't have huge fields in them. But he's playing in pretty strong fields against the world's best players when he is when he is winning. Um, and he's finally got to that one of those targets which people thought a few years ago that he wasn't actually ever going to be able to reach uh, you know the Sam Sneed record has obviously been there for such a long time and I don't think anybody ever thought that that record was going to get broken or or matched and now to be at the top of that is incredible performance especially when you look at the era that he's played in compared to the era that Sneed played in not to take anything away from Sam Sneed and that incredible golfer um, so should we look at some of the stats yeah, first of all, though, I just want to say I saw a lot of this on on uh, Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, so the the third or fourth round, because it was a, a really delayed tournament, wasn't it? The yeah, a lot of rain fair around. Fair play to the greenkeepers, because the mm. whole place was flooded. Um, but it's just great to see the Japanese fans. Oh, there's massive crowds, weren't they? Like, H- uh, huge incredible. crowds. We need more golf to go back there. And obviously, we've got the Olympics next year, which will be fantastic. We've got this tournament there as well. And none of them had their phones out as well. No, they just, they're just appreciating it. They're enjoying it. And, um, I mean, Japan's obviously having uh, really in the, in the focus at the moment because, obviously, with the Rugby World Cup as well, where the fans have really... Um, embraced that event I don't know whether that actually then had a little bit of a, a switch over with this as well and um, yeah the crowds are huge even on that, that that what was their Monday morning for the final where they because the, the event was delayed although actually it ended up just being a Sunday evening finish again for, for us um, there was quite a big there were quite a few thousand people there which actually I was, wasn't expecting to see so yeah it, I always think of like British fans as the best but I I'd put them on par with them they would they came out on their numbers. They're so appreciative. I'd noticed um, even when the players were hitting bad drives, the crowd was still going like, whoa, because they're just seeing how far they hit it. Yeah. Well, that's it. If When the first time you see a pro, a pro hit a golf ball, you can't... <laughs> like there was one where Matt... Can't, can't believe actually how far they hit them, can you? Um, yeah, Matsuyama hit a massive block to the right into a bunker. As soon as he hit it, he was so fuming. And the crowd were just like in awe and just clapping him. It was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a, a strong event. Matsuyama, obviously, there. Uh, he was getting a lot of support. Um, but the, the, the Tiger factor, you know... R- I mean, Rory was up there as well, of course. Let's not forget Major him. Major respect to Rory. He was two over part after the first day. Yeah. And Standard finished, like, Rory. 15 under or something. <laughs> every, time he has a, every time he has a bad first round, you think, well, they've still finished top 10. Because yeah. over 72 holes, he just can outscore anybody, can't they? But... Um, Tiger was just brilliant. I mean, let's look at these st- some of these stats now, that um, not just from the event, but from his career. He has a PJ Tour win percentage of 22.8%. So he's won 82 times from 359 starts. Um, to put that into context, um, I think Sam Snead has 480 starts or something like that. 
so about 130 more. Steve won his 82nd title at the age of 52. Woods is nine years younger. And also, oh, and had 66 fewer starts than when Sneed reached uh, 80 to, his 82nd win. Um, Tigers has now completed three career Grand Slams. He's won 109 times as a professional. Spent 683 weeks at the top of the world rankings. Has won over $120 million on the PGA Tour. Um, he's tied with McElroy, Cook and DeChambeau with three wins since the start of the 2018 season, which is um, pretty mad. Um, when you think about how well those guys have played. Uh, he's, it's the 14th PGA Tour win leading or co-leading after each round. Since 1990, no player has had more than seven, and that's Phil Mickelson. Uh, he's successfully defended 24 PGA Tour titles. See, that is incredible. Yeah. Successfully defended 24 tournaments. Yeah, that's bonkers, <sighs> isn't it? Um, he's third on the European all-time wins list with 41, despite never playing a full season on the European Tour. Uh, and just to put a bit of history, he broke, first broke 80 when he was aged 8, and he first broke 70 when he was aged 12. I'm 37, I'm still trying to break 80. So, um, not that I've played as much golf as I would. Um, what, a, what a performance. The greatest of all time, in our opinion. I think in my opinion, your opinion, definitely. I know a lot of people out there still think it's Jack Nicholas, but um, if he ever gets to 18 majors, then that's going to be his chance, isn't it? Um, and... We're going to chat now, and we're going to listen first from some major winners who we uh, actually chatted to a few months ago now, asking the question um, whether Tiger Woods will ever win another major after he's won the Masters. So the major champions that we're going to listen to now are some fantastic names. Fred Couples, Gary Player, Mark O'Meara, Ian Woosnam, Larry Mize and Tom Lehman. So let's hear firstly what they think about the chances of Tiger winning another major. I do. I do. I think I think he might win Augusta next year. But that's just what I think. I think he might win it again. No, I, I don't think so. I hope he does. I hope he does. You're talking about Tiger Woods, I must say. Uh, and I had to eat apple pie. I didn't think he'd win another major, and I take my hat off to him. It was so great for the game of golf. Um, what he did was more than just win for himself satisfaction, but he, he encouraged people in the world that have a problem, and most everybody has a problem. And when you're down, he went from number one to not even in the top 500, and he comes back and wins a major that you can overcome your problems with the right attitude. So that was more important than just a win, and uh, I take my hat off to him. To me, the greatest player of golf that I've ever seen is Tiger Woods, just because I think he's done stuff that nobody I've ever seen do before. Um, and, you know, players of every generation improve, and I think quality and depth of fields have improved. But I just believe that I'd never seen anybody play golf like Tiger Woods, so I'd have to put him actual raw talent is the most talented best player I've ever seen you know people always are under the pretense that you know no one really ever knows you know for a long time we all thought that it was definitely be possible that he was going to catch Jack's record of 18 major championships but in saying that you know when he had the setbacks you know with the injuries and the personal issues um, people began to wonder including myself but I also know that with Tiger Woods Whenever I ever wanted him to do anything, um, I'd just tell him he couldn't do it. And that means that he usually <laughs> would do it. So, you know, it didn't shock me to see him win at Augusta National in the Masters this year uh, in April. So, do I think he can win again? 
the players are really, really good, and they're not quite as intimidated as maybe they once were, mm. which was a big advantage for him like it was for Jack. Um, but I mean, time will tell. I think every year that goes by, the harder it's going to get for him. Never bet against the Tiger kind of thing. Never <laughs> bet against Tiger. If he's in the mood and, and he healthy, he's healthy, yeah, he can he can get it done. I mean, he can win more majors. You know, it makes me wonder sometimes, you know, you read some of the papers of that Tiger has to play a limited, a limited amount of tournaments now, and I think that's very difficult to uh, to go on and win another major, but if he is going to win one, I think the Masters is the one he'll, it, he loves it around there, he sees the shape well, and I think, uh, you know, if he is going to perform, that's the place, but I know that and I heard that he really struggled to walk around it this year. Yeah. Or it's how long, you know, it is a unique walking because that's why I've, it's not the playing, that's why I've given up, it's the walking. And it, it does take the, it, it out on his back and all that. You know, with playing a limited field, like limited tournament, I can't see him doing it. You need to be playing a lot of golf to be able to do that, I think. And I think maybe he came back, he's proved his point. Well, you know, you'd never, never say Tiger's not going to do something. You know, he's just too great a player. Um, so I, I really don't know. I think that uh, obviously after winning at Augusta, I think he's definitely he could definitely win more majors, and uh, you know that could that could get him the edge to pass Jack in my opinion. But uh, but still, what he's done in his career and the comeback and the win at Augusta this year was really incredible. I mean, it was good for golf and it was just incredible. I think depending upon the venue, Augusta obviously is, is the best suited for his game. Gives him a bit more room allows him to play to his strengths, which is his iron play and his, and his putting and shipping. Uh, so I would say he's always probably going to have an opportunity at Augusta. It's going to be tough for him on courses where you have to drive it real straight and have to use the driver a lot. But let's put it this way. He has always um, overcome the odds, always exceeded expectations. I would never put anything past him. So there you go. So some obviously some split thoughts there and comments from those major champions but that's the thing which Tiger um, brings out in all of us and why Tiger's so popular because so many people still think that he can battle about battle back against all the odds against all these injuries he's had against the improved fields and the improved uh, game of golf to still come back and win a major and obviously he did win a major this year the Masters of course so Elliot what do you think do you think Tiger will win another major uh, if his body stays fit and healthy 100% no 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 I don't, I don't want caveats okay I want what you think Tiger can win another major not if at the moment from what we saw the, at the weekend you're only as good as your last event do you think Tiger will win another major yeah definitely and where do you think that would be anywhere anywhere well, obviously, people say Augusta is the favourite. And yeah, it is the favourite, but yeah. it's not saying he can't win. Like, fair enough, Beth Page this year was hard for him. But uh, he could easily win another Open if his game turns up. Yeah, and I think that's... A, could easily win another US Open. If he if he can get on an open course where you don't have to hit driver, where actually he's got control of his ball. I think actually he plays better when it's playing fast actually at opens because yep. then he can hit his irons which he still hits the stinger so well and he still hits his three with pretty well obviously on Sunday then if the setup's right for him at the open he could definitely win it because I don't think anyone can control the ball as well as him well yeah Carnoustie a couple of years ago well last year he was hitting like five irons off the tee yeah exactly That's barely hit a driver a week I, I don't remember seeing him hit one but he probably did hmm. so uh, it's it's 
incredible that we're still chatting about him now. He's got to that 82nd tour win. My question, I think he's going to win another major. I think he, I think he's got too many opportunities to not win another major. He's he, His back is so much better. He's obviously going to have the odd creak here and there, and he looks a bit wooden and stuff like that. I think he's just got to... We're not going to see him play as many tournaments, but we also now see that he has his game is now back to where actually he doesn't have to play every week to be able to compete. So I think he's going to win another major, but when's he going to win his 83rd PJ Tour title? Do you think that's going to be one of the toughest ones for him to win to really get the record for himself? Uh, yeah, possibly. Although it could come quite easily the way he played at the weekend, yeah. couldn't it? I thought he was going to get, I thought he was going to struggle a little bit to get over the line more than he did on Sunday because I thought the, the weight of expectation was going to be a bit more on him. But he just seemed to be in that absolute zone where he was being really attentive to seeing what was going on with Matsuyama in front of him. He was taking moments to just to st- stroll along and, and be in his own place and just make sure that he just concentrated on each shot. And he didn't let the occasion you know, get too big for him. No, made it look so easy. And um, yeah, it, it's ridiculous how, how well he played, and um, it was fantastic to, to see to see him win it. <laughs> it was fantastic to see him win win again. Um, do we think he's going to win again this year? But so, will he get to eighty three PJ Tour wins by December the thirty first? No, I think that is impossible because he is only playing the Hero World Challenge and the Presidents Cup which he was going to play by the sound of it because he said the player caught the captain's attention. Yes, I saw, I did read that. But the Hero World Challenge won't count as an official event. So I assume he'll start his he's season not next playing, year he's not at playing the WGC. Again. He's not playing the WGC this week. No. Um, so, yeah, it looks like, I mean, if you think early early next season, Tory Pines, where he's had so much success... And actually, he's had a lot of success in those early season tournaments over the years. A really special one for him to win would be the Genesis Open, the yeah. old LA Open that he played in at the age of 16. He used to go and watch as a kid with his dad. He's never won that tournament. Yeah. So that's going to be a wow, massive Wow, yeah, so you've called it. He's going to win that, hasn't he? Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know he's playing it. I mean, and let's chat about the President's Cup. Obviously, he's the captain of the President's Cup, and he's got to pick... Uh, and it's pretending to yawn there because he doesn't think that the President's Cup is very interesting. But Tiger Factor makes it more interesting. Whether you're, I know we're not we're not uh, part of a continent which is, you know, playing in this event. But um, you know, Tiger's now going to pick himself, isn't he? And we're going to have a playing captain yeah, in the President's be, Cup, which is a, which is awesome, isn't it? Oh, fun exhibition to watch. Oh, that's really hurting the President's Cup, though, isn't it? That's yeah. cutting. Like the President's Cup could be a fantastic event. You know, Tiger and Ernie being the captains this year as well, who have so much history in the event. Um, I think you should be try and enjoy it a bit more. I know it's hard to watch. It's on it? a great golf course. It's yeah. with great players, but okay. Just, let's just take the Tiger. Deliver, fa- let's it? just take the Tiger. You know, let's just talk about Tiger. Tiger's going to pick himself the playing captain. A lot of people think that um, Ryder Cup should have playing captains instead of non-playing captains do you think Tiger could be a playing captain at the Ryder Cup no. you, well you, you said uh, the other week that you didn't even think Tiger was going to be in the, make the team no well, I was um, I remember Harrington saying at Wentworth that there's, there's not a chance in hell that you could 
be a playing captain at the Ryder Cup just because of what you got to do. He was saying how 18 months prior to the next one starting, he's flying out to check on the course. He's uh, doing things like looking at meals, looking at the team room, looking at outfits. So he just said... But wouldn't it be good having a playing captain as well? No, I don't. I don't see the point of it. I don't. I think it makes the tournament a little bit silly. Um, really? I. I but but if can you imagine if Harrington you're... playing next year, well, I know, or Thomas well, I know. Bjorn last year. Yeah, I know. I, I can. I get your point there, but they're both perfectly good golfers, and they're very decent golfers. Yeah, but they're past. No, I'm not best. saying that they that you need to. It would be a because the captain's always an odd thing because he's they're not you're not really captain are you you're kind of like a coach or a manager almost yeah. aren't you like the captain if you think of a captain in any other sport it, the captain is someone on the field of play you know in the front line you know pulling other players along and I know the the captain of the Ryder Cups are there and golf is a different sport to football or cricket or any other one really to be honest with you so uh, so you think they should be called managers and the captain should wear a little armband I, on think, I, think, I, I think having a pla- having someone who's maybe called a captain as your you know as your representative out on the course um, as, the, as the person who stands up in the t- uh, kind of like the team room and I think that should definitely be something and I know that they kind of do that anyway don't they you know that you're going to have leaders in your team who will give speeches or um that you that you'd pair up with someone with a rookie or something like that, you know. There's always going to be those guys there. Um, but I just think it's a bit of a weird phrasing. So actually, I'm really excited about the Presidents' Cup, seeing how being a playing captain is going to affect Tiger. Maybe he suddenly plays out of his skin. It actually takes the pressure on him because he's thinking about, thinking about other things. It takes the pressure off his game. It's it's odd how how things happen like that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, listeners, if you're listening to this, get in touch on social. Are you interested in the President's Cup? Will you be watching it? I'll be interested to hear your thoughts because it doesn't really float my boat. Well, you've, you've made that quite... A I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it. You've made, you've made it quite I'm a I'm not excited. So if you do want to chat to us on social media, uh, go to at Golf Monthly on Twitter and Instagram or Golf, Golf Monthly Magazine on Facebook. Um, there was another event which happened at the weekend which probably didn't get as many headlines and that was the Portugal Masters uh, but it was a good winner nonetheless because Stephen Brown won his maiden European Tour title by one after a bogey 366 the Englishman was 550th in the world before the tournament and had missed 16 cuts on tour this season uh, but a week uh after the Portugal Masters, he is €250,000 richer and ha- now has his European Tour card secured for next year. Um, he was having planning and thinking that he was going to have to go to Q School. Um, South Africans Brandon Stone and Justin Waters were second. And a couple of my picks were right up there. Hayden Porteous, he was right up there. I think he shot six over in the final round. Oh, yeah. I and Dean Burmester was top five going into the final round, and he shot two over. Uh, but my, one of my other picks, Eddie Pepper, finished top five. Well, I had Brandon Stone at 100 to 1, and I basically already spent the money in my head. And then he. Should have cashed out. He bogeyed two par threes on the back nine. It happens. But anyway, well done, Stephen Brown. What a win. Yeah. It just shows you. How golf can change your life? Yeah, the um, looking at the um, looking at the leaderboard going into the final round, it gave projected stat, uh, projected where they thought they would finish if it if it ended there, and even though he was, I think fifth, he was still outside 
of getting his card. So he knew he had to improve. He and, needed to finish top three. Yeah, and um, and well, he did that and, and some. So amazing performance by Stephen Brown there, showing. Uh, yeah, and that was a decent tournament. Whether you saw any of it, I'm not sure, but because um, there was an awful lot of sport going on at the weekend, wasn't there? And there is more golf going on. Uh, this week uh, with the WGC HSBC Champions. It's the final WGC of the year. Is that Shenson? Shen Shan? How do you say Shishan. Shishan. What are you on? I know. I was thinking about, what was I going to say there? I was going to say something else. Shenzhen, maybe? Yeah, something. Shishan International Golf Club. Thanks, Ali. Near Shanghai. Uh, Xander Schufle, that's another word I can't say, defends the title he won last year after beating Tony Fino in a playoff. Rory McIlroy headlines with Hideki Matsuyama, Justin Rose, Xander Schofle, Tommy Fleetwood, Finau, Adam Scott, and many other big names. Um, however, saying that, just four of the world's top ten are playing, so the field isn't as strong as you might think for WC. There's no DJ, Kupka, Rahm, Thomas DeChambeau, or indeed Tiger Woods. The field of 78 with a purse of 10.25 million, so it's a good chance to win Will a Barrow lo- season, as exactly. you say. It's a good chance to win a load of money. Um, who do you think is going to do well this week? Uh, I had a look. I'm going to go for Adam Scott. He's in good form. You, you've got a bit of a thing for Adam Scott at the moment. You've picked him about four four weeks in a row, I think. Well, he's had four top tens in his last six starts, I think. He hasn't won in a while, so he's, he's due a win, I guess. And there was somebody else who I've forgotten. But what about you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll try and remember. Great tip. I think uh, Hideki's playing really well. He is, isn't he? Um, I think he's doing well. And um, the people who I think are due a win, Hideki Matsuyama and Tommy Fleetwood. So I'd like to see one of those guys do well. Finau's well. Uh, I mean, Finau's obviously due a win because he never wins. He just finished the second, but he makes loads of money doing that. Uh, but we probably also should mention Phil Mickelson, who we thought was falling out of the world's top 50 and would have been the end of a 26-year streak in the world's top 50. But some by some bizarre way that everybody finished um, in, a, in a certain order last week, he managed to hang on to his 50th world ranking just by the skin of his teeth. I think if Charles Howe III, who's now 51st in the world rankings, had made a birdie... Um, one what well, we had played one shot better, then he would have moved into the top fifteen. Mickelson would have moved out. So Mickelson, who is playing this week, suddenly has a chance to extend that streak, which was a it's a nice surprise. Whether yeah, could, he you, does, could you imagine if he won, got back up to like the thirties and kept what, it going for another six months or year? Well, wouldn't put it past him. So um, yeah, the the news of Mickelson's demise was slightly earlier than than it should have been, but we'll wait and see and uh, if he can continue the streak and keep you updated next week. Um, I don't know if there's any other big names or any other tips that we want to mention. Uh, no, Rory's tournament favourite finished birdie birdie to finish third last week. Uh, Paul Casey playing well and Justin Rose another one to mention down at 8th in the world now after being world number 1 in January February time uh, obviously won this tournament 2 years ago yeah when- interesting to see what odds he is now because he's another person who I think is due a win hasn't been playing badly even though he's been suffering with a bit of injury here and there so um, good to see that he's actually playing and he's got to protect that world ranking now because um, the Olympics is next year and Tiger's already said that he wants to play, but he's got he knows how hard that is going to be because he's got to finish in the top four Americans. Justin Rose is starting to suddenly slip down the world rankings, and it's not going to be far. Off. He's not far from Casey and Fleetwood, is he? 
yeah. and other British players. So um, he, if he wants to defend his title, which I I don't believe you get an automatic right to defend your gold medal, um, you've got to fin- he's got to finish in the in the top two Brits at the moment, unless loads of Brits finish in the top fifteen. So uh, he needs to turn his game round, which I'm sure he will actually. So yeah. Uh, so for the other betting tips, do check out the the, um, the Golf Monthly website or Google Golf Betting Tips and click on our posts. Um, another um, thing which happened last week is that th- things went a bit mad on the Golf Monthly website when um, we published a story about a golf club um, trying originally to stop um, some juniors playing in a in a women's competition. I think it was. Uh, and actually, the golf club then overturned it and decided that they, you know, that's not what they wanted to, to happen, and they thought the juniors should be allowed to play in adult competitions. And we um, we chatted a lot about this on social media, and we got a huge response, didn't we? Yeah, uh, likes of uh, Nick Faldo getting involved, um, Solheim Cup winning captain Katrina Matthew. Like, uh, just five, six hundred responses. Most of them were saying that they think that juniors should be allowed to play in adult competitions i just thought it's worth mentioning this today because we have a work experience in this week a golf monthly called lucy who is a golfer she's a junior and she said she was following that last week mm. and so for so so for the for the listeners why would juniors not be allowed to play in these adult competitions uh because they improve too quickly so they can throw in the odd 10 under handicap round and just absolutely blitz fields when they're you know not quite at their peak yet because they're still improving and learning the game yeah and that's the that's the thing um that's exactly it i think you're right there so juniors obviously when you're a junior your body's changing your your that is the time when your improvement in anything that you do suddenly can some just jump levels can't it so and that includes your golf game where you might go from being a 26 handicapper because you know you're actually you're young and you're small and you can't hit the ball that far suddenly you have a growth spurt be a bit bigger still be playing off a high 20s handicap but, but suddenly being able to hit the ball 100 yards further than you could uh, and I understand some of the reasons about why people were a bit worried about the handicaps and people suddenly having a huge increase and is the handicap the right handicap. But without doubt, what's going to keep golf clubs going is making sure that juniors continue to play and anything that puts a junior off, so not being told they're not allowed to play in events, example, um, is not a good thing for a golf club. So golf clubs should be... Um, Really embracing the junior as much as possible, and we, well, I think we, most of us feel that you know that you should be giving as much opportunities as possible to play in these big adult events. Yep. Yeah, uh, if some golf clubs don't want their juniors to win these titles because they are, you know, off twenty eight and they shoot thirteen over par or something, clearly bandits or whatever, and not quite got the right handicaps, maybe introduce junior competitions junior tiers to that competition like you know you'd have uh you'd have category one category two have the junior title whatever so every week the juniors are playing with the adults in the same competition or a lot of competitions just sorry a lot of clubs just let juniors play in the competitions from my experience i had to be off 12 before i was allowed Mm -hmm. we had quite a decent junior section so it wasn't really an issue but uh like i said earlier with lucy our work experience she said 
as a girl. She had no girls to play with, and at the age of 13, she was playing with the ladies who took her under their wings and without them she wouldn't have actually continued yeah. to play golf and that's yeah and that's a great positive story isn't it about Definitely. actually the positivity of actually trying to make sure that the juniors are do go alongside and play alongside uh the the more the older the older members whether it's girls or boys or women or or men it's a great way of actually getting them involved in the golf club also showing them how golf should be played the way that we think yeah. it should be played and things like that um I think it's so many more positives than negatives. Usually the only negatives are from people who are worried about losing a golf tournament. And, you know, you're an amateur golfer. You know, I think you just need to get over it, don't you? And look at the bigger picture in some of these things. Uh, I know people play pay a lot of money to be members of golf clubs and it's frust- it might get frustrating and stuff like that. But the whole game of golf is an odd game, isn't it? We have a handicap system. There's not a huge amount of sports which have handicap systems. It means that you're able to compete with people of different ages and different abilities and still play off a reasonably level playing field. So um, I think, yeah, positivity around juniors playing in as many competitions as possible can only be a good thing. Yeah, making the the game more inclusive is key. Yeah. And like we yeah, like we said, juniors playing with adults, learning the game, learning the etiquette, learning to mix with other ages. Yeah. Is learning the rules. So key. Yeah. So so important. You know, rules this we've heard seen some uh, pros have some absolute rule shockers in recent time. Uh, recent times and it's a great way of learning it from people that you know play the game for a lot of, lot of years so um, yeah long may that continue I think we've got a few more questions which we've uh, had in from social media yeah Mark Chunk Hawkins on Facebook asks us will he catch Jack did we say that? I don't really will think he we catch that, who's he what, will, will, uh, there is a will, goat will, emoji will, will Mark is it, was his name Mark Mark Chunk Hawkins yeah Monk, Mark Chunk Hawkins great name uh, I think he's saying, will the Tiger catch Jack? Well, yes, he will. Oh, you t- earlier you said Tiger was going to win another major. Now you think he did? I no, I said he <laughs> definitely will. Uh, I think he's going to have a chance. I think he'll win again. I think he'll get close. So um, he's got a chance. Always going to be. He's always going to be a, a threat at Augusta. And um, yeah, look at like Fred Cu- Fred Couples, for example, has is turning sixty next year. And he's probably had a genuine chance to win the Masters up until he was maybe like 52, 53 for mm-hmm. the last maybe six, seven years ago. So, yeah, Tiger's probably How old's Tiger now? He's 43. He's 43. So, say if we just take it to his 50th birthday and he gets to play every single major, that's seven fours. Seven fours are 28. You just, I'm glad you did the maths there. You're looking a bit confused there. So, he's got 28 chances to win... Uh, another major and what was his PJ Tour win percentage 22% so say 20 so say he wins one in five suddenly that's enough so you're saying that he'll catch he him could as win, well? I'm going to say he's going to win another five he's going to he's going he's to get to 20 <laughs> but yeah like just what? by that very very random bad maths I just did there everything he's done in his career you just can't doubt him can you and he doesn't like he's going to retire anytime soon I, don't Whereas, think he, I still think he's got the bit between his teeth. He wants to get the Jack's record. It's the thing which his, him and his dad used to talk about, and that's what I think that's really driving him forward. Um, if he gets to if he gets to eighty three, I think eighty three PJ Tour wins is another one of his 
big targets. He doesn't ever really talk about those things, but I feel he's got he's so driven to be the best. Um, and the thing which I think he he'd love to do for his dad would be to get to Jack's record, and as long as he can physically swing a golf club to a certain level, I think he'll keep trying to get to that record. Yeah, he's he's not going to go. Ah, oh, my knee's bad. I'm going to retire. He's going to go. I'll have another surgery then. Or, yeah. Oh, I'll have another operation on my back. He's he's yeah. just so dedicated. And he is he's very very fit, and he could play, you know, well up to fifty. I think. Um, he don't, he doesn't. You know, he's still his swing speed last year was ridiculous. It was more than anybody else, wasn't it? Always. Yeah, at the, times it was early it was, on. Yeah. So. He's still got it in him, so we'll, we'll, we'll see, but I hope so. Uh, Darren Smithhurst with a very interesting idea here. With golf courses all over the world struggling to keep going, yet week on week we see prize funds going up on all tours, where a fraction of those funds could save so many clubs. Could more be done to put back to the clubs for the future and longevity of our game? He's, yeah, he's talking about trying to invest money from the top of the game into grassroots, which some of it's supposed to happen, but some of it doesn't happen. And it is a very top-heavy game, isn't it? And we're not look, not looking at grassroots, but look at the people who are 250 in the world or 300, and they're fighting to make ends meet. You know, uh, we had that story with Stephen Wheatcroft where he won 200 grand, but actually for that year, because of the amounts of travelling he has to do, Etc. Etc. He actually's he's hardly breaking even for the year. So um, it is something which seems to be only going up and up. Uh, and it'd be great. What I'd really like to see is more of the top pros getting involved and investing in golf clubs, maybe in the areas where they were brought up. Um, Rory McIlroy is a great example there. He's what he's done at Hollywood Golf Club in in. Uh, just north of Belfast is phenomenal. Yeah, new performance center, gym, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and um, and if you actually look like at see more pros if you look that, at yeah. things like some of the tennis players, I know um, once they reach a level, they start putting up academies and things like that because they make so much money out of these things. The only way that they can do it is to put more in. Um, golf clubs are expensive things to run. We know that, and um, the more help they that people can get involved with them, the better. Um, it's tri- It's a tricky situation. But sorry, if the PGA Tour announced... Yeah, the, the PGA Tour and the sponsors won't just put money into, gra- into the grassroots. They'll do it from the avenues they already do. They do put money into grassroots, of course. But the price funds are not going to change. Yeah, if they go, guys, um, we're going to reduce the price funds by 10% this year so we can help out local golf clubs, 99% of the PGA Tour players are going to say, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because some of these guys really do need the money to make their cards and stuff like that or so. even ones that don't need the money yeah humans are greedy by nature aren't they well you t- talk for yourself Elliot but um, uh, yeah it would be not, I think there's there's ways of doing it I don't think it should be down to the tours I think it should be down to the players and the players should try and try and maybe do that team up or something like that and it'd be nice to have some uh, you know a syndicate of of tour pros who will go around and and you know, give donate X amount to actual clubs and sections of the clubs. You know, especially we talk about juniors and things like that um, to get the game going more. Interesting idea. We could try and do that, couldn't we? 
Any other questions? Uh, Christian Forsland, don't we all want the same loft on all the same irons, no matter the exact model or manufacturers? Um, uh, this, that's one of the that's an odd question. Do you know, like where manufacturers crank the lofts? Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is a non, this is a non question, isn't it? I mean, people going, oh, you never used to be able to hit a seven iron and. 150 yards in my day now they can hit them 200 yards oh. it's, it's what it is it's technology yeah it's tech- the loss, technology it, you know, the loss are, you know when you hear pros hitting irons x y and z it's just because they hit the ball so well if you all want to he be hitting a specific club that doesn't work does it yeah the pros don't have strong lofts it's the it's the amateurs in the higher handicaps that do because they can't get quite get the distance and the height together so like all bladed irons are all really nice forged irons. Still have very not weak lofts, but traditional ones. But you got to do what's That's best for your game, is. isn't it? I was just saying, oh, actually, oh, my seven iron is different to my mate's seven iron. It doesn't matter. You know, go, go and get yourself fit. Go and get yourself the right setup, and don't worry about everybody else. Just try and get the best clubs for yourself. Sorry, a bit, bit of a harsh answer there, probably. Oh. Um, one more question, and we got one. Um, Jeremy Jones, why am I still bad at golf? Basically, he says. Uh, I well, you know, let's blame. I don't know how how much do you play golf? Does he say how much he plays golf? Any other than that? No, he only sends in five words, and one of them is a swear word. So. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you you chosen that question. Well, play more golf. Get out there. In the winter time, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, Jeremy, you know, can you take five months off because of the weather? There's per- there's loads of great indoor facilities now. Get out there, hit some more balls. This is a great chance to get some lessons under your game. You know, get. You know, if you want to try and improve your swing, you can do it over the winter in nice indoor or covered bay areas. Get a pro to look at your swing, and if you've got any new swing um, thoughts that you want to put into your game or swing technique, then the winter's a great chance to do that. Get it cemented in then for the summer and the spring to when you can then take it out on the course. Wow. Great advice. Also, there. another one, Jeremy, <laughs> uh, read Bob Rotella's book. Golf is not a game of perfect. That go. will help you out. Bit of, bit of mental it's game a mental there. game. Yeah. At the but end of the day. it's a great chance because the, you know, the days are very short. They're going to get shorter and shorter and uh, for a bit. And um, it's tough to get out there and play. Courses aren't in great nick this time of year and they're only going to get a bit worse. So this is a great chance. Use these, those fantastic driving ranges and um, indoor facilities which are now dotted around the country, uh, which do a really good job. So, there we go. Let's, that's a good way to finish, I think. Thank you for your questions, guys. Yeah, do send some more in. If, you get, if you've got any thoughts about anything in golf, we'll uh, try and come up with some kind of answer. Um, but thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to look back on the WGC and ahead to the European Tour Finals with the Turkish Airlines Open, Nedbank Golf Challenge and the DP World Tour Championship uh, coming up on the horizon in the next few weeks. Also remember to, to subscribe to the podcast and rate and view us on iTunes if that's where you listen. Also, of course, do check us out on our social media at Golf Monthly on Instagram and Twitter and Golf Monthly Magazine on Facebook and, of course, the Golf Monthly website. Um, Elliot, great chatting. Yeah, brilliant chatting to you, Tom. As ever, as ever. But until next week, we'll see you later. <laughs>